You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Are you excited for our new series? Okay, so 10. This is our new series. This is going to be a 10-week series talking about the Ten Commandments. Okay? So, kung matagal na kayo sa, dito sa Victory, this is something new for us to have a 10-week series. Okay? But this is going to be exciting. As we talk about uh, God's laws and commands, and specifically the Ten Commandments. Just to give you a summary of the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments can be seen in the book of Exodus chapter 20 from verse 1 to 17. And also, yung ano niya is, uh, yung isang book read, it can be seen in Deuteronomy 5 verse 6 to 21. To summarize the Ten Commandments, this is it, okay? Pwede ba natin basahin sabay-sabay yung Ten Commandments, okay? One, two, three. No other God, only the Lord. Number two, do not make or worship idols. Number three, do not misuse God's name. Number four, remember to keep the day of rest holy. Number five, honor your parents. Number six, do not murder. Number seven, do not commit adultery. Number eight, do not steal. Number nine, do not tell a lie about others. And number ten, do not covet what belongs to others. Okay? So the Ten Commandments is basically the summary of the laws. Because God has given a lot of laws basically to the people of Israel. But the Ten Commandments, ito yung pinaka summarization on. And that's the reason why these laws are, are very important. Uh, I can say a lot of things about these laws, but since we have 10 weeks, uh, si Pastor Sani na magsasabi do sa ibang importance why we need to study this. Basically, um, the Ten Commandments is here to, it's a law that helps us morally Kung titignan natin na it, it, it can guide us to our living as a Christian. But there's a conflict here. Okay? I realize that, especially if you've been a Christian for a very, very long time, some people would say that because we are already living in the New Testament, we don't already need the things that are in the Old Testament. Tama ba? Have you heard of those things? Kaya tayo, nakakakain tayo ng dinuguan. Diba? Kasi pinagbawal lang yun sa Old Testament. We are now living in the New Testament. And sometimes we think about the laws of God like that, specifically the Ten Commandments. Example, in Romans 7 verse 6, it says here, But now we are released from the law, having died to which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. And this is true, that we are released from the law. But it, it didn't say na we, we, we stop doing it. Why? Because another verse would say in another book, in First John 5, verse 2 to 3, that by this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and what? Obey His commandments. Okay, so sinusunod pa rin natin. Kailangan. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. You, you know what? When Paul was saying that we are released, he was saying that we are released from the law na, na we think that if we are able to do the law, we can be saved. 
because that was the standard of the law of the Old Testament. If you want to be called righteous before God's eyes, kailangan magawa mo itong mga laws na to. And because of the New Testament, because of the New Covenant, because of what Jesus did for us, we are now released from the power of the law for us to be called righteous. Hindi na natin kailangan yung law. What we need is trust in what Jesus did for us. But it didn't say that yung law, wala niyang pakinabang. Meron pa rin. Okay? But the law doesn't save us anymore. So the question is, uh, since the law is good but it doesn't save us, why should I follow this loss? How can His commands not be burdensome para sa akin? Okay? And last is, instead of striving for God's commands, how can we go on living for God's commands? Have you ever tried that or experienced that? Knowing in your head that there are these laws, and sometimes we are hard to try to fulfill it. Pero God is promising us that it's, it shouldn't be a burden. And now, that is what we want to answer tonight. That how can this loss be not a burden for us? By also discussing the first law in the Ten Commandments. Okay? So with that, can I request everyone to stand up and turn your Bibles to Exodus 20? The reason why we want to open God's Word is because we want to show that it is God who's speaking in His Word. Na hindi lang inimbento namin mga pastors. Okay? We want to be true to His words. Exodus 20, verse 1 to 3. Let's all read it aloud. 1, 2, 3. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity that we are able to come here, Lord God, in this church, to be able to worship you, to be able to thank you, to be able to express our love for you, Lord God. And right now, we are here to hear from your word. I pray, Jesus, that you would speak to your people right now, that we would see the value of these things, that we would see the value of the Ten Commandments, of your laws, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, at the end of the day, that we would realize that you came here not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Lord, we thank you. We love you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. You can all take your seats. Ten. Ten perfect law. Ten perfect love. I will explain why the title is like that, perfect law and perfect love. But right now, this is what we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about the first commandment. No other God, only the Lord. Martin Luther, the founder of the Reformation, he said this about the first commandment. He said that the first commandment is the first commandment because it is the first commandment. Okay? Let that sink in you for a while. Okay? Isipin nyo muna. The first commandment is the first commandment because it is the first commandment. In other words, the first commandment is very important because all the other commandments will flow through the first commandment. Okay? Lahat ng mga ibang commandments, dadaan muna dito sa first commandment na to. And that's the reason why this commandment is very, very important for us to talk about. So what is the first commandment all about? First of all, that first commandment, we have to realize that's about distinction. Okay? 
It's about distinction. That there is no other God. In what we read, Exodus 20, verse 1 to 2a, And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God. We have to understand that it was God who spoke, all-powerful God, almighty God. And when He was saying this to Israel, he, or the nation of Israel, He was introducing Himself that I am God. Before I say something to you guys, I want to tell you that I am God. Okay? And this God is the all-powerful God who created everything from Genesis. It is a reminder that I am God who created the heavens and the earth. I am the one who placed the stars in their place, the moon and the sun in the skies. I was the one who, who, who gave the needs, your needs, Okay, I'm the God who, when sin was rampant in the earth, I was the God who saved Noah in an ark, and also I was the God who repopulated the earth. I was the God whom you know through your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am that God who blessed them. I am the same God that during the time when Israel was in famine, I was the one who took them out of famine and place them in Egypt so that you will survive. Okay? And during the time, I am also the, that God. Okay? I am also that God that when a Pharaoh rises up to power and that he didn't know about Israel, he didn't know about Jacob or, or Joseph, ginawa niya kayong slaves. Diba? I am the one, the God who led you out of Egypt. I am the God who performed all those miracles. And the finality of it, when you were trapped, when Pharaoh's army was trying to attack you, I was the God who performed the last miracle, I parted the Red Sea for you. And the reason why I'm saying that story from Genesis up to this point is that because we have to understand the whole context of it. Bakit? Kasi if we're going to just read Exodus 20, this loss will just be any other law that we know today. This loss will just be like the loss that we have in government. We will think about it, that it's boring, parang it's trying to prohibit us to do something, ganyan. But if we understand the beginning, who gave this loss? We would appreciate this loss. When we start to understand that this is the God who created everything, that this is the God who protected us, we would appreciate what this person is going to talk about. And also, when he was introducing himself, if you can see this in your Bibles, that the word Lord is all capital. Diba? All caps. Siya. In other words, because every time you see that all caps the Lord, it talks about the name Yahweh. Why? Because in, in, during their time, there were the surrounding nations around uh, Israel, uh, they worshiped pagan gods. Okay? And these pagan gods have different names. But for Israel, God had instructed them that you can call me Yahweh. And this Yahweh, this God, compared to the other gods around the nation of Israel, around the nations of Israel, they are worshiping, they were worshiping a lot of gods. If they want for rain to come, they would have this God. If they want for um, fertility to come, Okay, so they would worship this God. If they want protection, they would worship this God. But this God, this Yahweh, 
The difference for Israel is they were worshiping only one God. And that's the reason why this 10 series was given as a perfect law. Why, why, is it because, why is it a perfect law? Because we serve a perfect God. They serve a perfect God. The one who created everything. Kumbaga, all in one to. They didn't have to look for a God who heals, a God who provides, a God who protects. Yahweh does it all. I remember the time in 2007 when, uh, uh, how many of you here love smartphones? Okay, yung smartphone, mga iPhone, Samsung, mga Samsung phone ngayon. How many of you here wants to have one? Okay, hindi tayo magra-raffle ngayon. But I remember 2007 when Steve Jobs was about to present the first ever iPhone. I could remember during his presentation that first, parang meron siya mga pinipresent na maraming products. Una, he was presenting, uh, this is our new browser, web browser, parang explorer, that explorer sa Windows, di ba? Pero he was explaining about Safari, the explorer of, of uh, Mac and Apple. After that, he started to explain about iTunes. Yung mga nagawa nilang revolution in iTunes, music, ganyan. Tapos yun, he started to explain that they have made a communication device that is very awesome. Then, after that, he was saying, we have all three products. We have showed you three products. We had shown uh, uh, advanced web browser. We have shown you uh, uh, iTunes music where you can play anywhere. And also, we have talked about this communication device. And then, at the last part of his speech, and all this three, we placed it in one gadget, and we called it the iPhone. Diba? Before, it was unparalleled. Na hindi natin may imagine that there was, kung gusto mo music, MP3 player. If you want to search the net, go to your desktop or laptop, diba? and search Google over there. If you want to talk to someone, get your cell phone. But then, he combined all of these things into one gadget, into one unit. Perfect. And that's the reason why a lot of people want a smartphone. Because they see that everything is already in it. You know what? God, our God, is a perfect God. Everything is in Him. You don't have to worship for some, for, to someone or what. I could remember when, when during our wedding, tapos medyo umulan, some of my relatives would say, mag-ano daw ako ng itlog. <laughs> Tama ba yun? Na para hindi umulan? Ganon, mag-alay daw ako ng itlog. At the, at, at the back of my head, bakit kailangan ko pa mag-alay ng itlog to someone? I could just ask God for the rain to stop. Diba? Why? Because our God is a perfect God. I can just go up to Him and tell them, tell, tell that to Him. Our God is a perfect God. We need to know where we're coming from or who gave these commands. The distinction to understand and appreciate this command. May mga nag-share sa Facebook uh, because of the uh, the things that are happening in the country. This person who shared in the Facebook, sinabi niya experience when he was in the sa FX. Okay, probably some of you have read read about this. Tapos sabi nung narinig niya na overheard niya na mayroong isang pasahero daw. Na babae, sabi sa, niya sa, sa driver, FX driver, Manong or Kuya, biblisan ko na lang, ayoko nang basahin. <laughs> kuya, uh, dyan lang ako sa Ever. Okay? Tapos sabi nung driver, uh, 
Sige po, uh, sandali lang po with a smile. Eh, mala, nandun na pala. Bigang sabi niya, ulit ng babae na medyo pagalit, na kuya, ever lang, dito lang. Tapos yun, sabi ng driver, sorry ma'am, hindi po dito yung babaan kasi. Doon po. Tapos yun, nare-realize. Sabi na ng drivers, kasi dahil bago na yung administrasyon. <laughs> bago na yung pangulo. Bago na yung patakaran. Diba? When I was reading this, I realized that yung patakaran naman na yun, nandiyan na naman matagal na eh. Diba? What changed? Ano nagbago? Because kilala nyo na kung sino na yun ako po eh. Right? In the same way, if we know who gave these commands for us, the Ten Commandments, if we understand who's responsible for these Ten Commandments, we would appreciate it. We'd be able to follow it. The distinction that was true during the time of Moses, okay, which is still true up to this day, is this, that he wants to reveal himself as a personal God to us. That's why more than religion, he wants to have a relationship with you. There's another thing that some people would say that all religion points to God. Well, I'm here to say that not all religion points to God. The God of the Bible, our Bible that we are reading right now, is distinct. He is different. He is holy compared to all other religion. And we have to understand that. We have to be reminded that not all religion, okay? Are we getting this? Not all religion points to one God. Kung ganun lang, uh, parang niloloko ba tayo ni God? <laughs> diba? If all will point to one God, no. Not all religion points to one God. How is it distinct from other gods today? Paano siya nagiging distinct from the other gods today? In our time, in our generation. Okay? Because other religions right now is this. You have to do this and do that. If you do this, you're going to be accepted. If you don't do this, you're going to be rejected. You have to do this. If you do this, you're going to be loved. If you don't do this, you're going to be punished. That's what other religion is. But in our God, in what we have, a personal relationship with God, is that the other thing that is distinct about God is instead of us loving Him first to do these things for us to be accepted. What He did for us that He loved us first. He's the one who initiated. Siya yung nauna. Like other religions, kailangan tayo muna may gawin. And I hope you're here right now that you would understand that. Probably you're here right now and you're, this has been a religion for you. Probably someone has dragged you here na pinilit ka pumunta dito. But this, what I want to tell you, that God is stretching out His hands towards you. He's right here and asking you, tagal mo nang uma-attend. Hindi mo pa rin ako, ano, parang gusto pumunta sa puso mo. He's stretching His hands towards you. Why? Because He's the one who's initiating. I hope that you will respond. So, with that, knowing who this author is, knowing who God is, the one who gave us these Ten Commandments, ano mangyayari? I hope that we appreciate it. He is distinct. The first commandment makes us realize that God is distinct. What's the first commandment all about? It's all about 
redemption as well. Exodus 20 verse 2, it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. We have to understand that they were saved, the Israelites were saved, not because they were awesome, not because they were good, okay? But because God was awesome. But because God was good. Kaya sila na-rescue, wala silang ginawa. If you're going to look even after that they were rescued, they still didn't love God. They still continued to worship idols. They still uh, didn't teach their children how to love God. Wala, wala pa rin silang ginagawa. But what did God did? He was very patient. He was very patient towards them. Continued to love them. And right now, tayo rin, ganun. God is patient with us right now. God is patient with you. Before He gave the law, bago ibigay dito yung law, yung unang commandment, di ba? We, we could see that before He gave the law, He demonstrated His love first by saving them. I hope that we, we see the, the gravity of that. Bago niya binigay yung, these are the things that you have to do. Pero, sinave niya tayo. I hope we appreciate that. Pero still, the Israelites did not follow God. Miskin na save na sila. They still didn't appreciate God. They still continued to worship idols. You know what happened, di ba? Yung when Moses went down, tapos yung nakita, they were, nagpa-party sila, may rave party, ganyan, tugs-tugs, tapos yung sabi ni Moses, ano nangyari dyan? Ganyan. And that they realized that lahat ng, gino, lahat ng kamunduhan sa Egypt, they were still doing it. Someone what said is this, it took one night to get Israel out of Egypt, but it took 40 years to get Egypt out of the heart of Israel. All of them know what happened in how God saved them. But more than knowing it in their heads, God wants to continue to remind them until it gets in their heart. God was patient, merciful, and gracious. That's what makes it a perfect love. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wala ka pang ginagawa, sinave ka na niya. The question is, will you believe and accept what He did? In other religions, kailangan mo gawin to, gawin yan, gawin tong lahat to for you to be accepted. But Jesus said, it is finished. Tapos na. You don't have to do anything. You just have to trust in what I did on the cross that my death paid the penalty for your sin. Our salvation was paid for at the cross. We may be here right now and already know all these things. Ito mga bagay na to, that God is love, that He is very merciful, and the Israelites know that already as well during their time. And right now, baka ganun rin tayo nga. Now, we all know these things. We all know that, that after ko dito, mamaya, I'm going to pray, tapos yun, I'll ask for a call, tapos yun, worship ng konti, tapos yun, I'll pray a prayer of benediction na probably you have heard over and over again. Sa simula, siguro you have realized kung paano, ah, ito, ito yung, yung mate. May isang mabagal or dalawang mabagal, tapos may, mabilis na kanta sa simula, tapos yun, mabagal na kanta. <laughs> tapos yun, may akit dito na mag-share ng word, tapos yun, mag-share ng word, sasabihin niya sa, sa atin na well, uh, smile at the person beside you, say hi, ganyan. Tapos yun, after that, may announcement siya, tapos may offering, may special number. We probably know all these things already, di ba? But still, even though if we know all these things in our heads, God is still patient until these things goes down to our hearts. 
God wants these things to be in our hearts more than in our heads. Bakit niya gusto ito for us to be in our hearts? Because we are, as a people, we are experts at forgetting. Madili tayo makalimot. We are experts in forgetting that we have been set free. We are experts in forgetting that we are loved by God. Diba? Sometimes I feel natin, naku, bakit ganun? Kanina pa ako nag-post sa Facebook, tapos isang like pa lang. Hindi na ako minamahal ng mga tao. Diba? What? Diba? We are experts at forgetting. That's the reason why we have this church as well. Since we are experts at forgetting, when we come here, this reminds us that we are loved, that we are accepted. But I pray that when we go out here, when Monday comes, Tuesday comes, that we will still be reminded of His love. How? When we start to read this word. Don't forget His love for you. While we were still sinners and nobody, He rescued us. It is finished. The law doesn't save us. But instead, the law shows us that we need to be cleaned, like a mirror. Diba? Ang mirror, pinapakita sa atin yung mga, mga bagay na kailangang maayos, kung may pimple ka dyan, or, or kailangan mo mag-shave. Ito yung mga kailangan mong gawin. But the law, when you see the, the mirror, diba? when you need to, to shave, you don't use the mirror to shave your face, diba? <laughs> and the law is like that. It just shows us our need to shave or our need for a Savior. But what saves us is the finished work of Christ. What shaves us <laughs> is a razor, not a mirror. Okay? The law doesn't save us, but it reminds us that we need a Savior, or a uh, shaver. <laughs> if we continue to use the mirror as our shaver, it would frustrate us. Diba? Or if you always keep on looking, an- ano ba ito? Pangit ko yung ganun. <laughs> Sana hindi naman tayo ganun, diba? When you see the mirror, parang, ah, it frustrates us. But we need a shaver, or a savior. <laughs> Kaya ano na nangyayari, di ba? When you have, you see something, tapos yun, marami kang balbas, ano yung ginagawa mo? You shave, tapos yun, pag you, you shave, maaayos na, di ba? Yung mukha ng, if you're a wife here, your husband, di ba? Maganda na yung mukha niya, gagawa po na siya. It's perfect. It's finished. Di ba? Kung baga, gwapo ka na, di ba? When you see yourself, when you into when you finish shaving, it is finished. Okay? I have this bill. Uh, this is my Manila bill. How many of you uh, pays their bills? This is my bill for this month. Okay? 115 pesos. I don't know how, how we got 115 pesos. Iniisip ko, ganyan ba talaga sa ibang mga, sa inyo, sa mga bahay nyo? That's my, that's our average water spending sa house. Oh, every month, yan yung average. Nagugulat ako pag naging 200 plus. Meron kami nagawang masama nun pag ganun. Okay? If you would pay for this, okay? If you would pay for this and, sama na natin yung ano ko, yung bayad namin sa house, which is around 8,000 a month, Okay? 
I'm bearing all all my ano, di ba? My bills to you guys. Sama na natin 'yon. And even my cellphone bills, electricity bills, yan. If you pay for these things, I will gladly appreciate it. I will love you. Papakainin pa kita sa labas, di ba? Kasi syempre, yung, instead of yung 8,000 na binayad ko sa bahay, pakainin kita miski 2,000. Sige, di ba? Okay lang. I will appreciate it. But you know what? What if? What if? Yes, instead of paying that, or you, sabi natin, ito yung bills nyo. You pay that. Will you appreciate that person? Question. If you, if someone paid for it, will you appreciate that person? Yes. Okay. But what if that person didn't pay for your bills, but instead he gave you this house? What will you feel? What will you feel? Grabe, I'm going to worship him. <laughs> Di ba? Baka iba sa inyo sabihin, ay, ayoko niyan kasi mahal sa kuryente. Okay na rin yun, no? Benta mo yan, di ba? Kikita ka pa. Kasi <laughs> bili ka ng malit na bahay. Di ba? Kumbaga, you will appreciate it. The reason why I'm saying this is because we have to understand that when Jesus died for our sin, He didn't just paid for our bills. But He gave us a home in heaven. Bigger than that, more awesome than that. And ito, as I go to my third point, if you know someone giving you that house, blessing you with that house, tapos yun, meron siyang sasabihin sa'yo, will you trust that person? Parang ito yung sinasabi ni God eh, to the Israelites uh, when He started, I'm your God, I am Yahweh, I am the one who rescued you from the land of Egypt, from the land of slavery. So, ibig sabihin, ito yung credentials ko, ngayon, paniwalaan mo ko sasabihin ko. Kumbaga, if you have any doubt in your mind, these are the things I did for you. And this is where we go to our third point ngayon. What is the first commandment all about? It's about devotion. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Okay? And God, eto, like I said, God was reminding the Israelites, and I believe probably God is reminding us as well. If there's any doubt in your mind, I want to remind you, living in the New Testament, tayo, in the New Covenant, I want to remind you of the cross. The cross where you're supposed to be. The cross where my son died. The cross where supposedly dun ka because you are supposed to go to hell. Not for 20 years, 30 years, katulad sa mga jail cell natin dito, but forever. The cross that the blood of my precious son was spilled. The cross where it is empty, proving that I am alive, that I, your God, is alive. Now, knowing all these things, saying to you all these things, go back to the cross. Now, if I'm going to tell you something, doing all of these things through the cross, will you believe me? If God is telling that to you, will you believe him? na supposedly nasa impyerno ka, pero hindi. Hindi na kasi because of the cross. Will you believe Him? Come on. Yes. Okay? And because of that, because we are convinced of His credentials, of what He did for us, ngayon dito pumasok yung commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. Now, when we start to understand that thing, this thing, you shall have no other gods before me, we start to appreciate it. Tama ba? 
<laughs> if we just read it, you shall have no other gods before me. Parang, parang labo. Or, ganun ba talaga dapat? Diba? If you're very critical, baka may hidden meaning to sa Bible. Diba? Yung, yung ganun. But if we start to see the context, what He did for us, how much He loved us first while we were still sinners, that since He gave me this house, this big house, grabe kung meron tong sabihin, pagkakatiwalaan ko to. And that's the reason why nung sinabi na to, that is what He expected. He is expecting of us. That this first commandment, this verse 3, it is, it is an act of trust towards Him. That you shall have no other gods before me. Because ginawa ko to para sa lahat eh. Imagine if you did something for someone na sobrang dami mong ginawa sa taong yun, tapos yun, hindi ka pinagkakatiwalaan, how will you feel? How will you feel? You'll feel insulted, hurt, and that's what God feels when, when we don't follow His command. Why is this command important? Besides that, it shows this distinction and redemption from, from His hands. Again, because the first commandment is the first commandment because it is the first commandment. Kaya ito importante. Mark Driscoll uh, said, one of the pastors in the U.S., adultery doesn't come until seventh commandment and you won't even get to the seventh commandment if you don't violate the first two commandments. Sex is God and I worship by having sexual sin. The reason why a person commits adultery, the reason why a person commits murder, lie, steal, and the, the rest of the commandments is because first, he has failed the first commandment. If a person would only follow the first commandment that I should only worship you, God, no other gods, that person can be able to fulfill the rest of the commandments. And sometimes we see it as burdensome. Diba? Pag, pagdating sa mga commandments, ano ba to? Commandments. We have to have a different perspective. If we, if we have a perspective of a citizen, tapos yun may nagbigay ng command, if we see that person as a dictator, ah, killjoy naman to. But if you have a relationship with God and see Him as a father, you would see His commandments differently. Maski minsan, pasaway tayo. This my daughter. She's uh, very, very adorable, cute, beautiful. Hindi pala siya cute, beautiful siya. Okay? Siyempre, kanina magmamana, kundi sa nanay, di ba? So, um, she's very adorable. She has a lot of uh, tricks right now. Parang aso lang hindi. <laughs> Does a lot of stuff right now. But there are times na, alam mo yun, she, she would cry kapag, lalo na kapag nilalagay namin siya sa playpen. For example, doon sa salas namin, uh, my wife would do something sa kitchen. So, saan siya ilalagay? She's one month and, uh, one year and seven months. So, saan siya ilalagay? Of course, sa playpen. Bakit? Kasi kung nakalabas siya sa playpen, baka maano siya ng electric fan. Pag humawak sa electric fan, yung daliri. Eh, yung electric fan pa namin is industrial fan. Okay? So, delikado yon So, playpen ka. Habang mommy, doing something in the kitchen, pero nakikita naman siya. Pero still, kailangan nandun siya sa playpen. And, sometimes she would cry like this. Di ba? Yung parang, oh, yan, parang very dramatic. Yung aking, <laughs> and so probably she would think, ah, you guys are so evil. Grabe kayo, sasamahan yung mga magulang. Ganyan, di ba? But she doesn't realize that the reason why we're doing these things is because we want to protect her. 
And the reason why God has placed us this commandment more than for His glory is because He wants to protect us. I pray that we would view it like that. That the person who gave it is not a dictator, but He's a father who wants to have a relationship with us. Okay? 1 Corinthians 7.35, it says, I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your individual devotion to the Lord. Going back to Exodus, the context of the passage is that He is already loved. God is loved, tama? He had set them free already. He had adopted them into His family. It's not about obeying Him so that He will love you. It's about Him loving you and helping you to obey. This is where the good news comes in. As this loss was given to us to be fulfilled, we will always fall short of the glory of God. We will fail it. So Francis, so the good news is that we are now living in the New Testament. So hindi natin susundan yung yung mga loss. No, that's not the good news. Okay? The good news is this that do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. This is the good news, that instead of us fulfilling the law, someone already fulfilled it. Okay, I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The good news is that we're, it's the good news not because we're living in the New Testament, hindi natin kailangan yung Old Testament. Hindi po yun yung good news. The good news is that someone already fulfilled the things in the Old Testament. And now we can live freely in the New Testament, not putting our trust, our righteousness on the things of the Old Testament, but on the person in the New Testament who is Jesus. Because the law can't save us. Acts 4 verse 12. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. No other name no other God. How can we worship God or how can we worship God to be able to fulfill the first commandment? Okay? There's a term in basketball or tennis, ganyan, in a ball, yung may mga competition, that you have to fix your eyes on the ball. Have you heard that? Fix your eyes on the ball or look at the ball. Bakit? If you don't look at the ball, Kapag, kapag pinasa sa'yo to <laughs> hindi mo masasalo. Di ba? But if you keep your eyes on the ball, if you, if it comes at you, masasalong mo to. And the same thing for us, that for us to be able to appreciate this law or, or worship God, the only requirement that we have is to keep our eyes on Him. Titignan na na siya. We have to appreciate. Not hindi lang tingin na walang ginagawa, pero yung worship Him, appreciate Him. I believe the reason why we are, when we come here, when we worship God, the reason why we are able to raise up our hands, clap, it's not because na titignan natin ibang tao, but because we're looking at the one who deserves worship. Instead of being, ay, nahiya ako, baka jahe sa katabi ko, ganyan. Isipin niya kung bakit ako ganito, weird. Lalo na kung may kasama ka, di ba? Na first timer, hindi ka muna magtatas ng kamay kasi baka sabihin niya, weird ako, eh, wag muna. <laughs> di ba? Why? Because we are looking at the person beside us. But if instead, we are keeping our eyes on God, on Jesus, anong nangyari? We're able to worship Him.
Hebrews, this is my last verse, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us show off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorned shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We are able to do the first commandment if we fix our eyes on Jesus. Sino ba si Jesus? Jesus is, is God himself who came down here on earth 2,000 years ago to pay the penalty for sin. He is, Scripture says, that He is the reflection of the invisible God. In other words, since we're talking about Instagram, kung magsa-selfie si God, Jesus ang makikita mo. <laughs> okay? Because He is the reflection of the glory of God. Since Jesus has already fulfilled it, He is now teaching me, teaching us, how to com- accomplish it as well. I don't have to accomplish it, the first commandment, but because of His great love, I want to do it. I know that I will fail from time to time. So kung alam mo mag-fail ka from time to time, Francis, tapos nun, alam mo naman, mamahil, mamahalin ka rin naman ng, yung Panginoon, bakit kailangan mo pa rin gawin? Sundin yung first commandment. Bakit hindi ka nalang basta gumawa no, kang ano gusto mo? The reason why I keep going on is because of His love in me. And I pray that we would keep on worshiping God continue to fix our eyes on God because of that love in us that comes from Him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Why don't we all stand up right now? Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord God, that, that there is only one God, a perfect God that we can worship, that we don't need a lot of gods in our pockets or a lot of gods that we have to memorize. But we only have one God to remember who is you. Jesus, thank you for pointing us the way to the true God. You said in your word that you are, and you you describe this of yourself, that you are the way, the truth, and the life, that no one comes to the Father except through you. And I pray, Lord God, that we would see the gravity of our sin, Lord God, the how much you have picked us from our sins so that we may appreciate and that we may love and appreciate what you did for us on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, I just want to pray for, for two things. First, I, I, I feel that we, need some of, uh, that we need to repent in general. Why? Because all of us would fall short on this. Amen? Agree ba kayo doon? we would fall short from time to time. But thankfully that our God is a forgiving God as long as we come before Him. Lord, right now we repent as a people that sometimes we fall short of Your glory. Sometimes we forget You, Lord God. We are experts at forgetting. Pero Panginoon, I pray, Lord God, that as we go back to your word as we worship you, Lord God. I pray that we will always be reminded that you have already accepted us. Even though that we would fail, you have loved us. You have covered us in the shadow of your wings. And I pray, Lord God, that you would give us the power. And we are thankful that you are going to give us the power to do these righteous things, Lord God. 
not for us to be able to get approval from you, but for us to be able to honor the Father who loved us first. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Last prayer. If you are here right now, we've been saying that there is only one God who, who, who saved us from our sin, that no amount of power, no amount of good works can save us. It's God who initiated that saving grace towards us. If you are here right now and you're saying, Jesus, I want you to become my Lord and Savior. I need a Savior in my life. Not religious Savior. God doesn't want that. He wants you to have a personal Savior. One who you can know with open arms. He's ready to embrace you, to hug you, to receive you. With all heads bowed down and all eyes closed, all across this room, if you are that person, you're saying, I want to be welcomed to the Father's arm. On the count of three, I want you to raise up your hands. One, two, three. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. If you're that person, you raise up your hands. Kindly follow me this, with this prayer. Actually, all of us will join you in this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that I am a sinner needing a Savior. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge what you did on the cross for me, that you died for my sin. I also acknowledge that you were raised from the dead, proving yourself to be the Son of God. Jesus, change me, renew me, to the person you have called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand?